You're tuned in to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast for nonprofit leaders and fundraisers. Hi, I'm David Oaks. We're doing a countdown to the money. We're in week 11, counting down to week one, the most lucrative week of the year for nonprofit fundraising. Today, we're talking about getting lead gifts, giving your donors the gift of going second. Glad you tuned in. Welcome to the show. Glad you tuned in today. Today's show is going to be good for you, something you can use. It's practical. We're doing a countdown to the money. We're in week 11, counting down to week one, the last week of the year, the most lucrative week and the most lucrative day of the year. So here in week 11, we're talking about getting lead gifts, getting a lead gift and then giving your donors the gift of going second. So here in October, November, we're telling stories like crazy, but very shortly in December, we'll stop telling stories and we're going to ask our donors to create some new stories with their gifts. So I have two, two, maybe three good points here today. Number one, be clear about your end of year fundraising initiative. At this point, you need to have a clear vision and understanding of what your end of year fundraising initiative is going to be, what you're trying to get funded, what you're trying to make happen in December. You should begin to clearly know what you will ask your donors to help you do in December. Be clear about this. Listen, your end of year campaign can make or break your organization this year. It can also determine your level of success in 2023. Here in week 11, your end of year fundraising initiative should be a top priority in your thinking. The first thing I usually encourage nonprofits to do at the end of the year is to ask their donors to make up a budget shortfall. Donors love to help you meet your budget. This, I believe, is the easiest money that you're going to get. I'm amazed at the nonprofits that operate without a budget. They just spend whatever comes in. If a lot of money comes in, they spend it. If not much comes in, they spend that too. If your organization still needs a budget, I'll say, make one today. Don't end this year without a budget. Make it now and then ask your donors to help you to meet it. And now's also a great time to go ahead and set your budget for 2023. Now, a word about budgets. Your budget should reflect what you hope to achieve for the year, not something adjusted to match the amount of money that comes in. Having a balanced budget is not your goal. A break-even budget, it can be one of the greatest hindrances to building your nonprofit's capacity. When I was a pastor, our budget would often be six digits behind by November. We'd let the congregation know where we were through December, asking for their help. And by the last day of the year, it was not unusual to be six digits ahead of our need. Make your budget for what you aim to achieve for the year and then ask your donors to help you to meet it. Now, if you don't need to make up a budget shortfall, you'll want to fund some kind of a unique project. 
These end-of-year initiatives, oh, they can be so exciting. Set your goal and be ready to pull the trigger in December. This is week 11. Get on it. (laughs) All right. So now, if you're going to fund an initiative, some project, you'll want to get lead gifts. One of the most incredible things you can give your end-of-year donors is the gift of going second after you've published your goal and before you share it with your larger audience. Approach one or more of your larger capacity donors and ask them to help you give other donors the gift of going second. Help them understand donors' reluctance to be the first to give Ask them to help you to overcome that. Your goal should be to get at least 50% of your initiative funded, 50% of your initiative funded before you share it with your larger audience. When you do this, you're taking advantage of the proximity effect. The proximity effect is a psychological phenomenon where we humans and animals, we increase our efforts toward a goal as we get near it. Rats in a maze run faster as they approach a food reward. And we humans, we increase our efforts the closer we get to the finish line. The closer you are to the finish line, the easier it is to, even when you're out of energy, give that one last burst of energy that gets you over the goal ahead of everybody else. The proximity effect means that the closer to your goal that you are, the more donors will be motivated to help you. It means that the further you are from the goal, the less motivated your donors will be to help you. Imagine announcing your year-end initiative with the great news that another generous donor has already funded half of it. Giving your donors the gift of going second will put you over the top on December 31. Now, if you cannot get at least 50% of your initiative funded before you announce it to your larger audience, I don't recommend that you go forward. You may want to adjust your goal after meeting with those prospective donors. These donors will help you understand your organization's capacity to meet your end-of-the-year goal. And if you can't get half of it funded up front with a donor or two, I would reconsider if that were a worthy goal or if your nonprofit has the capacity for that. All right, let me give you a word about matching gifts. Remember, you are one of a million and a half charities in this country, many of which will be bombarding the email world with, quote, matching gift strategies starting in November. Now, I think this strategy has been used so much that it now tends to be ignored. In my opinion, and I'm not totally alone, a few others think it with me, you'll do better with a lead gift strategy for your campaign that clearly articulates your 
why. I'll put a link in the show notes and you can read some other folks' thoughts on that idea and they agree with me. And let me say one more thing about getting lead gifts. Ask for them face to face. Why face to face? Because there are some things that you should only do face to face. And asking for major gifts is one of them. You wouldn't text someone a marriage proposal. You wouldn't fax a marriage proposal. You wouldn't get rid of one of your, an employee with a fax or a text or an email. You wouldn't hire a most needed employee by text either. If it's important, You do it face-to-face. I've addressed that in other posts and podcasts, and I'll put a link in the show notes uh, to um, that collateral. It's a piece entitled, Do I Have to Meet with Donors Face-to-Face? Read it and you'll understand, yes, there are some things you only do face-to-face. And asking for major gifts, it's one of those things. You cannot build your major gifts uh, strategy, a major gift strategy through e- anything other than face-to-face will not work. Okay, get it done. We're in week 11. We are just as fast as a train will take us. We're speeding toward the last week and most lucrative day of the year, the last week of December and December 31. So get it done. This matters this week. Get it done. All right, that's our show for today. So glad you tuned in. Let me affirm you. Do not forget who you really are. You're a visionary and you see a better world. You're not pleading and you're not begging. You're merely inviting people to partner with history and to partner with providence to see the world that we came to. We want to leave it in a better place. Till next time, this is David Oak saying, be blessed. <laughs>